hey guys i hope you guys are all right and are all feeling blessed so this morning i woke up and i read a verse of the day from the bible app today's verse of the day and it's from philippians chapter 2 verse 7 to 8 and it reads instead he gave up his divine privileges he took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being when he appeared in human form he humbled himself in obedience to god and died a criminal's death on a cross i just pray that i'm able to articulate what i've come to understand this morning what i finally know properly so this verse is referencing jesus that he took a humble position of a slave and was born as a human being that was the sacrifice the sacrifice of him dying on the cross was god demoting him from a divine spiritual being to a human being as god's child human jesus sorry took form in a human body to be (laughs) this is how it came in my head the poster boy for love the poster boy for divine law the father son and holy spirit is god jesus and the lord the father son and the holy spirit is authority role model and divine energy the father son and the holy spirit is mind body and soul in the bible it talks about how you cannot know god or claim to know god when you don't acknowledge jesus you can't acknowledge that and it says opposite as well you can't talk about jesus and not accept that there's there's a god you can't focus on one and not the other for doing that means that you're neglecting either your mind or your body you can't focus on one thing you can't and this is why this is literally why god sacrificed jesus to show us that we must prioritize our mind body and soul we can't just focus on one and not the other you can't love the world and love god it's not possible Because if you love the world, that means you love your flesh more than you love your mind and soul. It means you love the world more than you love your spirit. To sin is to fulfil the desires of your flesh over the spirit. And this is why sexual sin is probably seen as the worst sin because... That is just the epitome of prioritizing your desire, your the desires of your flesh over your spirit. When you feel horny and you decide to have sex outside of the divine law, that is you prioritizing your flesh over your spirit because you you've literally made the decision to give your body what it wants over what your spirit wants. 
Jesus frees us from our sins because he is love and love frees us all. He's literally love. Like Jesus was sent to be an example of how to fulfill the divine law as a human. So God demoted him from being a spiritual being to a spiritual being having a human experience because that is what we are and we needed that example. So the son is our role model. He is our brother. We must look up to Jesus as if he was an older brother guiding us through life. And God is the authority. So yes, it's important to know God, to want a relationship with God. But you cannot have a relationship with God without first trying to seek a relationship with Jesus, his son, the role model. Jesus is showing us how to have a relationship with God. He's showing us how we can embody the Holy Spirit, the divine energy to transcend our soul. To live in the light is to live in truth to be free of your sin, to just lay it all on the table. When we are living in the light, we're held accountable. To be held accountable means that you are acknowledging that whatever you're doing is not fulfilling divine law. To walk in the spirit of Jesus Christ means to be truthful, means to be in the light. The reasons why we must confess to God is because, like I keep saying, God is authority. God is our father. Father is a father is there. A parent is there for us to confide in and say, hey, I did this thing. I'm not proud of it. This is how it made me feel, etc. And then our parent will touch our shoulders and say, do you know what? It's all right, son. It's okay." We'll overcome this together. That is why it's important to speak to God all the time, to confide in God over everyone else. God is not going to turn turn away from you and say, Do you know what? I'm not gonna help you. God will never forsake you, literally. And that is what a parent should be. An authoritative figure in your life should be someone who does hold you accountable, but in loving ways. And to do so in loving ways doesn't mean to not um, discipline you or to, what's it called, mollycoddle you. A parent is going to, might, they might put you in punishment. They might delay a present you had, delay, celebration, etc. Because you need to learn your lesson. You need to learn that what you've done isn't right. It's naive of you to feel like you can just do whatever you want and your father is just going to... I mean, do anything bad, by the way. It's, it's naive to feel like you can just sin and expect your father to to still give you all your desires. It doesn't work like that. It's not a transactional relationship. 
And I know it might seem like that when, you know, when people deconstruct Christianity and they make it seem like God is a narcissist and God is abusive, they've got it misconstrued. When we're constantly reminded that Jesus died for our sins, it's a reminder that Jesus was demoted from a divine spiritual being, a a child of God, to a human being, a spiritual being having a human experience to show us the ways, to be an example of how we must navigate this evil world as spiritual beings. That is the sacrifice. The sacrifice is that Jesus is now living in flesh and has to now fulfill the divine law now in the flesh. So now he has to prioritise his mind, body and soul just as we should. And that can be difficult. Finding balance can be difficult sometimes. And that is why the Bible says we fall short of God's grace or God's, I think it's God's grace. Because sometimes we might focus too much on one area of our life and we neglect the other the other um, areas. And that can result in us not fulfilling the divine law. You can't love the world and love God. You can't cherish your flesh over your spirit. You can't. It's... When you do that, that is how... That is literally sin. That is how you end up sinning constantly because you are not seeing that you are not fulfilling the divine law because you're so caught up in doing things that will make your flesh happy and not your mind and your soul. You can't neglect your mind if you acknowledge you have a body. If you have a body, you must know that you have a mind. And if you have a body, you must know that you have a soul. So if you know that you have all three things, why is it that you're only focusing on one of them? If you know that sex is to be practiced in a divine union, which is marriage, with someone who you are equally yoked with, why are you having sex with people who you're not equally yoked with? Why are you having sex outside of marriage? If your mind is telling you that this is wrong, why are you listening to your body when your body is craving this activity, this act? That is not you walking in the spirit of Jesus Christ. And that is why you fall short of God's grace. Or God's glorious standard, as Romans say. In Romans chapter 3, 
verse 23, it says, For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Because we're human beings. Yes, we are spiritual beings. We are children of God, but we live in this flesh. So, of course, we're going to sin. Of course, we're going to do things to fulfill our flesh. And this is why fasting is important, whether it's food, social media, sex, anything that might take away too much time from God needs to be fasted from sometimes. Because when you're fasting, the sin is less. There's less sin in your life. And that is why people fast for revelations. They fast for um, things they've prayed for. Because they know that through fasting, it's bringing them closer to God. And being closer to God, authority, your mind, you literally have the authority to have what you've prayed for. The Bible talks about being free of sin when Jesus returns. It talks about Jesus's um, judgment. And what that truly means is when Jesus returns, we have to make sure that we are blameless When it's time to acknowledge all you have done, the way you have lived, you have to make sure that you are blameless and that you have been fulfilling the divine law. Because if you're not fulfilling the divine law, you're not going to have... Sorry, I'm turning the page off my, my notebook. If you're not fulfilling the divine law, you know that you're pretty much going to hell. And hell is not how they've told us hell is hell literally just means to live hell is depression hell is mental illness hell is poverty hell is any circumstance where you are not at peace you don't feel love that is what hell is and I know it sounds, it sounds, it probably sounds crazy that I'm saying poverty is hell. But everybody deserves to, to have a meal. Everyone deserves to have a roof over their head, at the very least. Now, there might be people who are experiencing poverty. See, poverty, like, I know this is going to sound a bit... I don't know if the word's hotepi, but it's going to sound wild saying that poverty is a state of mind, but it truly is. There's a quote that I I like by Bob Marley, and I probably won't quote it accurately, but he talks about um, how being rich... I think he says, some people are so rich, all they have is money. So, what? No. Some people are so poor, all they have is money. And it's the truth. Money doesn't define your richness. 
So yes, there might be people who don't have a roof over their head, but they may may feel so abundant because they are they are in alignment with Jesus Christ. They have God in their life. And if they're fulfilling the divine law, I promise you, God will take them out of that situation. And I think people don't like this. People don't like hearing that they are experiencing hardship because they are not prioritising God. But it's actually the truth. The truth is that when you are living in sin, living without, like I always say, sin just means to live without. When you are living without the balance of your mind, body and soul, there are parts of your life that are not going to be up to your standard, up to your desires because you are not fulfilling the divine law. So therefore, you're imprisoned. You're imprisoned by whatever the sin is. When when you break the law, what happens? You go to prison. <laughs> if you have a porn addiction, I this is such a such a basic example. Such an um a common example, but do you know what? Pornography is something a lot of people have an addiction to. I won't say I had an addiction to it, but yes, I have watched pornography. I've watched pornography this year. And I'm glad to say it's been well over a month. A month, guys. Are you listening to this? This is me being so transparent with you guys since I've watched pornography. So this is what it means to live in the light, being truthful. When you live in the in the light and you're truthful... God loves that. God loves the fact that I am sharing this with you guys because I'm being humble. That's the best way you can be. Be humble. Because through being humble, you can see that we are all the same, that we are all children of God. So anyway, as I was saying, if you have a porn addiction... You are imprisoned by the porn addiction. The porn addiction has you in a chokehold. That's suffering. That's what it means to live in sin and then and then be then end up in hell. Having a porn addiction is hell. Jesus Christ was sent on this earth to undo the wrongdoings of the devil. When I call people the Antichrist and offsprings of the devil, I'm referring to people who are not fulfilling the divine law, the people who are hating, the people who are causing destruction, killing, um, abusing people, raping people. Those are all people of the Antichrist. And this is why it is emphasised that we must walk in the spirit of Jesus Christ. That, in other words, we must accept Jesus as our Lord and Saviour. Because when you do that, you choose to have a relationship with Jesus. You choose to study Jesus. You choose to do the things that Jesus 
has done. You choose to live by Jesus' standard. You should want to be like Jesus. You truly should want to be like Jesus. He is the poster boy for the divine law. He is the poster boy for love. That's what it means when it, the Bible says that God sent his son, his only son, as sacrifice. And it's emphasized to get us to understand that God making his son, sacrifice being divine energy into being a human being, is in order for us to have an example of how to fulfill his law in our human form. Jesus is our role model. He is our body. The Father, Son and the Holy Spirit is is one union it's the mind the body and the soul the authority role model and divine energy we have the authority that's why we ask god for things in the name of jesus christ that's why we repent to to god we do repent to jesus as well because through repenting to jesus we have someone to be to hold us accountable if you just ask ask yourself, what would Jesus do every time you felt like you might be susceptible to, to sin, that could help you out massively. It really could. Because in the Bible it even says, let me try and find the verse. It talks about that your heart condemning you. If your heart condemns you, so 1 John chapter 3 verse 20 if our hearts condemn us we know that god is greater than our hearts and he knows everything the, okay no let me start from oh no that is where exactly where i was supposed to be reading from sorry guys if our hearts condemn us we know that god is greater than our hearts and he knows everything dear friends if our hearts do not condemn us We have confidence before God. If you feel the need to condemn yourself, if your heart is condemning you, that means your conscience knows that you are not walking in the spirit of Jesus Christ. You feel guilt for a reason because you know that you haven't fulfilled the divine law. It's the same as committing a a crime in this world. If If you condemn yourself for something... You know that you've done something wrong. If your heart doesn't condemn you, you know that you've done right. This is why this is why following your gut is essential. Follow your gut because your gut will let you know if you have made the right decision or not. Your gut will let you know if you are walking in the spirit of Jesus Christ. If your heart doesn't condemn you, you know that you are on the right path. If you feel guilty for something, if someone, this is what, 
I have to refer to the porn addiction again because this is something that loads of people deal with and you can replace the porn addiction with anything that you know you shouldn't be doing. If someone asks you, asks you, did you watch porn today? And you feel ashamed to answer that question, you know you have done wrong. You know that you need to stop what you're doing. Why do you think that people don't do things with their chests? Why do you think that when people do story times or they share their experiences of something happening to them by someone else, these people feel ashamed? They don't come out and say, I didn't do that. They don't they don't defend themselves they don't shut it down they they feel they tell the people oh take the video down don't post this because they feel ashamed for their actions if you are ashamed of what you've done that is proof that you need to repent that is proof that maybe you need to change your ways if you feel guilt that is a chance to humble yourself In the presence of God, humble yourself and say, God, yes, I did this thing. I I acknowledge that I hurt this person. You don't even have you don't even have to acknowledge that you hurt the person. Acknowledge that you did it. Just just acknowledge the truth. If you raped someone and you deny that you raped that person, I promise you, you will never inherit the kingdom of God. Even if you stole, if I stole 50p from someone's purse and I said I didn't, how can I inherit the, the kingdom of God when I'm living in the darkness? Would Jesus lie about that? First of all, Jesus would have even steal the 50p. Let's start there. Let's start there. <sighs> the Bible talks about not being able to inherit the kingdom of God when you deny Jesus because when you acknowledge that Jesus is our savior you know that God's offspring was sent among amongst us to be our role model so if you believe there is no role model of how to fulfill the divine law how to to fulfill God's standard what are you doing following your own standards what are you doing then if you don't see that jesus is a poster boy for the divine law who what who is a poster boy this is why the bible says don't have false prophets don't follow false prophets false idols literally in one john at the end verse 21 in chapter 5 dear children keep yourselves from idols don't idolize anybody but jesus christ the son of God. And let's, let's actually go deeper. Because like I've been reiterating, Jesus Christ recommends, represents our role model. Jesus Christ recommend what the hell? Oh, sorry guys. Sorry guys. (laughs) I'm so turned up right now. Let me, let me wind let me let me bring it back jesus christ represents our body and is our role model this is proof that we 
do not need to listen to anything outside of ourselves. We don't need to listen to anybody when it comes to living our lives and having balance between our mind, body and soul. Even down to what you eat. If your if your body's rejecting something, don't eat it. Even if someone tells you this is this is good for you. If your body is saying no, don't follow what other people are saying. Listen to your body, listen to Jesus. He's your role model. When you have a role model, a model, you follow that role model. You need to be it needs to be tit for tat. When Jesus does this, you do it too. When Jesus does that, you do that too. Don't follow anybody else. Don't have false... I keep saying false. Don't have idols. Don't idolise anybody in this world. You should want to be like Jesus, point blank period, nobody else. I would, like, I'm just getting turned because I'm just like, wow. Like, It is truly a blessing to mature in Christ and truly understand the word of God because anything any qualms I have any questions I have I don't need to ask God questions too tough because I could just look I can read the Bible I can find it in the Bible yes I pray to God of course I talk to God I talk to God every single day but most of the time if I'm trying to understand something more about Christ and you know my life in Christ I just need to dwell in the word of God. God loved God. Ugh, I can't even speak. God loved us so much that he sacrificed his one son, Jesus Christ. So we can have this human experience as spiritual beings destined to fulfill the divine law, which is love. God loved me so much that he allowed me to experience love through my partner, through my family, through my friends, through customers, through my colleagues, through food, through swimming, water, I love swimming. I I touch. I was touching cold water yesterday, and it made me feel so alive. And it's interesting because in the Bible it actually says that. Um, it talks about Jesus and how he's the one who came by water and blood. And, you know, when I was practicing New Age spirituality. I did do rituals with water because I understand that water does contain energy and, you know, a lot of things from New Age spirituality is inspired by, I guess, religious practices or everything is just translated differently, to be honest. And that is why you have to be careful out here to not follow things blindly, do what I'm going to say do what you feel called to do. Even if you have not yet accepted Jesus as your saviour, I trust that you will be head in the right direction if you prioritise love. If you just prioritise love and know that, and this is what a lot of people have misconstrued. And 
I guess this is why sex is seen as one of the biggest sins. Sex outside of, you know, it's um, the divine context. So, what was I going to say? Okay, love and sex are two different things. And I I didn't think I was going to go into this, but in, I think my last episode, or I don't know which one, I spoke about homosexuality and how it definitely is a sin. Just the word itself, it has sexual in it. Heterosexuality could be a sin, whatever. Homosexuality is a sin because having sex with the same sex, (laughs) with the same gender, is a sin because God created sex to be for man and woman. God created sex to bring forth life, to multiply his love through more human beings. The Bible doesn't say that love is a sin. If anything, God is just love. God is love. The whole Bible is just an ode to love. It is not wrong to love people. Of course it's not wrong to love people of the same sex. We all do, don't we? But we need to separate sex from love. Ring the alarm. I've been through this a lot, but I'd be damned if I see. Look at me. I'm trying not to sing Beyonce's songs, I'm not going to lie. I'm not one of those people who think she's demonic, but I really feel an aversion to her. And I don't care who's mad at that. You know, the, you know, like... Okay, I've gone on a tangent. <laughs> but I think it's wild that people will literally defend celebrities to the end of this world. And this is why the Bible says I, I, idolatry is a sin and idolatry is of the devil. Because that is some that is demonic, I'm not gonna lie. You some people love celebrities more than they love themselves. Can we <laughs> anyway? So love and sex are two different things. You can love people of the same sex, of course. We all do. Like, come on. But we need to separate. We have to see the differences to understand that sex and marriage literally was only supposed to occur between man and woman and if you're still listening thus far I want you to ask yourself why God would make it an obstacle for same-sex couples to have children? And why having sex, transformative sex, can only happen between a man and a woman. And when I say transformative, that obviously includes creating life, but also 
just um i think it's just creating life you know it's it just boils down to creating life only a man and woman can multiply generations because even when same sex couples are you know i won't say creating life because they still haven't created the life but even when same sex couples are um having children through whatever ways they decide it was still a man and woman who had to create these children that they are adopting and um carrying if it's like one person like if it's a lesbian couple one of them is carrying it's they still had to get sperm from a man so it, this is just the facts sometimes we have to no all the time <laughs> we have to deal with the facts we have to deal with the truth and this world has has become so delusional and i was once a part of that delusion and i'm i praise god every single day that i have come to the truth because i'm just like wow like the way i used to live the way i used to think was definitely not logical and yeah i it you you see people say oh gosh you see people speak testimonies and post videos and stuff and you see them say how i overcame homosexuality and how i overcame other things and you think it's corny until it's you and I'm not ashamed because accepting Jesus as my saviour was the best thing I've ever done for myself. And I praise the Lord that I am in this relationship because the way my life is transforming for the better, my life is is literally... is so much better than I could ever imagine because of the grace of God... So I'm going to end this episode by saying you overcome the world by recognising that you are a spiritual being having a human experience. In 1 John chapter 5 verse 5 it says, Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. When you recognise that Jesus, the sacrifice for our sins is lord you will see that you are to live for god and nobody else and god is love literally in verse 4 chapter 16 it says no sorry verse i meant to say chapter 4 Verse 16, and so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lies, sorry, whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. (laughs) Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will speak to you guys soon with Love Shania.